0: <laughs>
1: it's a it's Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised.
2: I know you're gonna you dig this. this. Ay-yo, ay-yo. And it's
1: Tuesday. New day. It's a Tuesday. Uh, well, it's not a day like CNN. I fucking hate CNN. That's the name of one of their shows. But this is a special edition. I'm joined by my brother, Joe Habib, for Sucker Punch uh, first edition, where uh, we're going to start tackling some of these issues that we talk about on a day-to-day basis, week-to-week basis, that affect all of us and affect those that we talk about often with the boxers, fighters. And to lead things off, I wanted to talk about, and so did Joe, uh, we both do, the issue of health care, specifically health care in this country. You know, we talk about boxing a lot. And we always hear, oh, the boxers are putting their lives on the line, their health on the line, their well-being on the line. Um, But what are kind of the systems in place that support fighters um, and other workers in our society? You know, I can't think of anything more important than the human body to a person Uh, without good health. You don't have a good life without a fighter having good health. Uh, he's not going to put up a great performance, let alone be able to continue to practice his or her trade. So, look, we're going to tackle the issue of healthcare. care. Uh, we're going to probably dive into the pandemic a little bit. If anybody wants to join in, I'm going to open up the phone lines so the people can uh, talk with us. And then we're going to throw it later on to our brother, D-Style Boxing, who's going to be going live for HCP because it is Tuesday night. Uh, before we get started and before I throw it to Joe, I want to thank all of the people that came up in here early. Melo was here first. Robert Santoro was over here as well. Round one was in the house. Rider the Storm was here. Karen Montoya, all the way. Desti, Tijuana. Lennox was best. Uh, he absolutely was the best. And uh, we also got the goat, Mario P, up in the heezy. Joe, how's it doing, fam?
3: What's going on, brother? How's everything?
1: Can't complain, you know. I'm I'm back in the Bronx. I've been on the road for the past couple of months doing the show from all kind of crazy locations. But I'm back at home. I'm still setting up my system. It'll be up and running fully uh, by the roundtable, which goes live Thursday. But yeah, we wanted to talk about healthcare, and I wanted to get started just with you, Joe. You talking a bit about uh, your views on healthcare? You know where they started, maybe where they went, where they are now. Um, in terms of, you know, the kinds of systems, health systems uh, you, you think should be in place uh, to support not just fighters, but us as well.
3: Well, for years, I was brainwashed into thinking that, you know, healthcare care should not be a right, but it's more of a business. Basically, the whole free competition type thing, where basically what it is, is it's not about everyone getting equal basic health care. It's about the rich people being able to get the best health care where everyone else has to struggle just to get basic health care. And I've always said that a productive nation can't be a nation of sick people. So the more people who are sick, more people who can't get health care, those are the more people that can't work. Those are the uh, more people who can't be productive citizens and they can't contribute to society. And what kind of changed my mind on all this was one day I was getting a surgery and I was in the uh, the pre-op room, you know, the waiting room, getting ready to go into pre-op, actually, I should say. And I saw all these these mothers and, you know, some of them were holding their babies. And, you know, some of the babies are crying. And then, you know, the mothers obviously – a lot of people in that room were in pain because they're in that room because they're g- getting their uh, pain taken care of, right? They're in the process of getting their pain taken care of. So I just said to myself, I just looked around that room, and I said to myself, what if all these people weren't able to come in here today and were and were refused health care, right? All these these kids that were in there, what if, what if a kid wasn't able you know?" To get his whatever was bothering him taken care of, and he has to live his life growing up with with pain that he shouldn't have have to deal with that could be taken care of. So that, that that's that kind of changed my mind. It, it it made me have empathy for people, right? And and when you want to say that it's not a right, I can understand saying driving, getting a driver's license is not a right because there's other ways you can travel, right? But without health care. Your quality of life is trash, right? You're basically going to be a prisoner in your own body because you're going to be in pain and you're going to be sick and you're going to be bedridden in some cases, right? Some people, they go on disability, right? So it's become too much of a business, right? The pharmaceutical companies, the way they jack the prices up of these medicines, I I just think when you make healthcare a business, like you would make any other type of uh, industry a business, right? It's different because people's lives are at stake here. It's not like, okay, well, someone puts another electronic company out of business. Okay. So there's, there's always gonna be other, other electronic companies. But once you close the door on someone getting healthcare, right? if they're suffering from an illness, that could have been taken care of early on, but now because they don't have health care, they can't get it taken care of. There's no, there's no turning back from that, and it's the same thing with fighters. A lot of these fighters, you know, there's not a union in boxing, right? So if there was a union in boxing, I'm, I'm sure they would, they would have standardized health care. So because of that, a lot of these fighters, they're not getting tested. They're not getting the, the, you know, the, the. The CAT scans on their head, right? They're not getting routine checkups. They're not going in and getting eye exams, right? Now, Errol Spence, who knows if the commission did not require him to get that eye test, if he ever would have got that eye test, right? He, he may not even even have caught in that detached retina. And what if he didn't catch that detached retina? What would have happened to him, right? So, so again. Because it's these guys are taking so much damage in the ring and there, there's a lot of um, residual damage that magnifies and manifests itself as these guys get older. You'll see a guy like Meldrick Taylor, when he retired, right, he was able to still talk and, you know, but if you hear him talk now, him, Terry Norris, right, they, they, you, they're not the same people, right? They're mumbling their words. Slurring their words badly, so who knows if these guys were getting their proper checkups? Who knows if these guys were getting, you know, the, the cat scans and they were getting the MRIs and all these all these procedures that they needed to get done? Maybe they could have prevented some of that residual damage that they incurred later on, and and they would not be where they are today in terms of their health. So this is why. It's very important because we want to be the greatest country in the world, but we can't be the greatest country in the world if we don't have the greatest people in the world. And we can't be the greatest people in the world if we're a nation of sick individuals. So that's why I've changed my stance on that, because I was brainwashed into thinking, oh, you know, the free market will take care of it. You know, you need you need these, you know, uh, doctors to you know, people to be able to compete and doctors need to be incentivized to do a good job. Really? A doctor needs to be incentivized to save a life, to prevent it, to, to prevent uh, an injury or, or, or help someone who, who, who has an injury. They need to be incentivized to take care of a, a, another human being. Most doctors, or I would think all doctors got into the, the, the field, the medical field, because they want to help people. Obviously, they want to make money because they need to support themselves. But it's not like, uh, you know, I need an incentive to do a good job. I need an incentive to do this open heart surgery or I'm or I'm going to let this guy die. I'm going to do a bad job on this open heart surgery if I don't get paid when I'm supposed to get paid.
1: Really? No, Joe, you're absolutely right. And look, as boxing fans, uh, we're all about rankings. Uh, I don't know if you can see it where you are, but I put up a... Slideshow presentation of the top ranked healthcare systems in the world. We're already at 28, 29. Mexico's 29, the United States is 30. Uh, these are the most recent uh, rankings from this year. I believe they're based on the WHO's rankings of healthcare systems. Yeah. Look, guys, the reason the United States is so low on this list is simple. Uh, the United States is a healthcare system that Joe said very, you know, well, well said, Joe, is that, look, it's based on profit here. Hospitals, even when they're nonprofits, uh, you know, generate money, they they take money. Uh, insurance companies, they rack up the profits. Pharmaceutical companies, they rack up the profits. And whether you're a boxer or whether you're a, a working guy like Joe and, and myself, who, you know, work nine to five, you're not going to know about ailments that you have or health concerns that should be brought to light if you don't go visit your doctor and anytime you have to put down money on a copay that's a reason not to go a deductible that's a reason not to go and that's if you have insurance a lot of people don't have insurance at all so if you're a fighter or another working person that doesn't work for a company that provides employer-based health care which is the model here in the united states you probably don't go to the doctor and you end up like an Aero Spence who thinks, Oh, well, you know, I'm young, I'm healthy. You know, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm okay. And then you get up to a medical before a fight and you discover you got a detached retina, right? What about a fighter who takes a sustained beating, right? Goes to the doctor afterwards, goes to the hospital, the emergency room. What about all the aftercare after that? Right? Well, in other systems that person would be taken care of, right? And look, we're going to talk about different systems that exist out there. I'm going to go through two two countries that I've lived in, in addition to the United States. Actually, I'll talk about three because I lived in Mexico, too, as well. But in Canada, Mexico, and the United Kingdom, England, you, you have forms of what's called single-payer healthcare. Now, as Joe said early on, there's been a lot of manipulation in the media, kind of misrepresentation about what that means. Uh, Essentially, what it means is that everyone in society is covered, and the government pays. Right, the government pays through raising taxes or uh, collecting taxes on people, on corporations, and uses those taxes to fund the system. Now, people will say, "Oh, well, my astro, I don't want to pay for the other person to get health care." You know what happens in this system? You end up paying anyways, because when a when a when a hospital has to give emergency room care uh, to someone, by the way, that's the most expensive. Form of care not the preventative care that joe was outlining or that i was outlining that the emergency care is the most expensive care because that's when you got to bring in the the expensive surgeries and the expensive machines and the expensive time spent in hospitals those are tax write-offs guys and as you all know tax write-offs get paid off by us the government pays for those okay those get wiped off the books because the government pays for emergency care now, they pay it through a what's mostly a private for-profit system if you look at the insurance market. Insurance companies don't make money if they don't deny claims. Uh insurance companies don't make money if you're not paying copays and premiums. That's a business. That's how they make money. Healthcare should not be a business. As Joe said, healthcare should be a right. If I call for the uh, for 911 emergency and I want a fireman or a fire person, I should say, or the police sent to my home they don't ask oh maestro is that going to be american express visa or mastercard are you in network or out of network uh do you have blue cross blue shield or do you have some other you know insurance company w- why is it any different for healthcare? why is your your home uh, you're allowed to get the fire department sent <laughs> to, to to knock out a fire nobody's asking for your for your health for your insurance then right but if if you need to see a doctor over something you got to pay joe
3: you know what the misconception is and i and i i got duped into thinking this too when you have the, the the single payer right that that just gets rid of the insurance companies so you don't have to go through the insurance companies so they 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 are leading you to believe that when you remove the insurance companies your freedom of choice Is gone. All we're concerned about or we're talking about is the payer system. So what's the difference between the government paying and these insurance companies paying? Well, I'll tell you what it is. When the if the government had their own system, the costs would go down. So maybe you'd be paying a little bit more in taxes, but you'd probably be paying less. In medical
1: costs, I'd say definitely, definitely. There, there
3: wouldn't be these deductibles, right? The, the pricing of drugs would go down because that sometimes you need to take the competition away in, in in order, in order to make it a fair market. Because when it's when it's too competitive, then what happens is when you have to call price, price gouging. Right. And you can afford to do this in other industries. Right. But if you do it in an industry like this, people die. People don't go to the doctors. People don't have access to health care. So it's the payer system. I talk to people in the UK. I talk to people in Canada. And they, they say the same thing. Oh, oh, who told you we can't choose our doctors? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who told you you can't, you can't do this, you can't do that right obviously you're not going to be able to get the cosmetic surgeries but you can't get the cosmetic surgeries now right there's still these deductibles and, and and then when you'd still go to the doctors these insurance companies are fighting with you and the way things are coded and classified now they they have ways to make you pay more out of your pocket oh well this isn't covered that's not covered and then you're and then your premiums going up every year right
1: yeah absolutely and you look at a guy like Patrick Day who and I don't want to spend the show talking about guys that have died in the ring, but if he didn't have healthcare going into fights, if he was responsible for buying his own health insurance, the likelihood is, is that he wouldn't have been seeing a doctor regularly for free as would be the case in another society. Uh, And he could have gone in to a fight really only having passed one single solitary health inspection given by a state official who's probably doing, you know, I'm not going to it's definitely not the most extensive uh health check. It's I mean it's not something that it, it's not your own family doctor who's got a long history of checking you out. It's not, you know, necessarily a neurologist or whatever the case may be. It's a rudimentary health exam. What we want is a system in place where all of us can regularly see doctors for preventative care. And Joe, you're absolutely right. Single payer is essentially removing the middleman because what happens in the insurance system is you got the payer you've got the insurance company in the middle and then you have the service provider right all you're doing is removing the middle person right Mm -hmm. and lowering the cost now i just want to go quickly into canada and the uk to give some more insights on that in canada again oh well my answer you go to another country you know you can't choose your doctor you go to the hospital no You know, in Ontario, where I used to live, it's a system of private hospitals, right, that hire their own doctors. These are not government doctors. These are not government hospitals. And the government pays the bill at the end. You show up. You have your insurance card. It's an insurance card for government insurance, not private insurance. And at the end of whatever it is you're doing, whether it's visiting the doctor, whether it's visiting an emergency room, whether it's getting a surgery, uh, they bill... The government. Now, I don't really think that that's the best model, personally. The much more efficient model is what they do in England, which is essentially they have a network of government hospitals. It's called the NHS and government doctors. And you can pick whatever government doctor you want. Same uh, same
3: as the insurance companies. When you have an HMO, yeah. they give you a list of doctors you choose from. It's the same. It's the exactly. same thing.
1: The difference is it's not being run for profit. They're able to negotiate lower prescription drug costs because guess what? Pfizer is now having to negotiate with the government. Uh, they're not negotiating with individual small insurance companies. Uh, they're negotiating with the behemoth that is the the, the British government. Then, so then, so yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Why, Joe.
3: why why should it be offered only only by your employer? Because then you leave the job, and then you have to go somewhere else to get health insurance. And here's another thing too: if employers didn't have to provide their health insurance for their employees. They could pay you more. That money that they're spending on your on your insurance could go to your salary, which can offset the taxes again.
1: It's true. And the other thing, too, is if you're reliant upon your employer for health care, well, you're going to be less likely to leave your shitty job and look for a better job because you might have a wife. You might have kids. You yourself might be dependent on that company to pay for your health insurance. So you're not going to leave. You're not going to start your own business. You're not going to try to be an entrepreneur. You're not going to go back to school and upgrade your skills. You're not going to look for a better employer because you're tied to your uh your your private insurance paid for by your company. Now, look, Alan Goth says single payer is psyop for left wingers. I don't quite know what that means, but I'm going to open up the lines if you want to call in. I'm going to drop the link too if you want to discuss that. But look. A lot of people, Joe, unfortunately, are influenced by um, the media that 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 is consumed uh, in this country. And I was I'm going to I'm going to play a quick video uh, for anyone who doubts what I'm saying. You know, you think, oh, well, it's a government program brought to you by Pfizer. I'm going to play exactly what you heard, because this show ain't brought to you by Pfizer. But you know what else what is brought to you by Pfizer? A lot of these news networks and a lot of these news shows that are reporting on healthcare and healthcare systems. Don't believe me? Okay, well, check it out. Brought to you by Pfizer. CBS, CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360.
3: Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. You by Pfizer. Pfizer. Making a difference brought to you by Pfizer CNN tonight brought to you by Pfizer early start
4: brought Brought to you you by Pfizer Friday Friday night on on Aaron Burnett Burnett out front brought Brought to you by
3: Pfizer this week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you
4: by Pfizer
1: this letter
2: report brought to you by Pfizer
4: today's countdown to the royal Royal wedding is brought to you by
2: Pfizer Pfizer. and now CBS sports update brought to you by Pfizer meet the press Data data
1: I mean, that just goes on and on and on. And we could have done the same, shown the same video about an insurance company. The media that we consume in this country is literally run by corporations. Well, it's it's the truth. And you don't want a system that cuts them out.
3: Let me ask you a question. So during this pandemic, right? If you had if you had COVID. You got all these free benefits from the government, right? So you so if you had COVID and you had to go to the hospital for COVID, they weren't, they didn't charge you. Like you, like the government would pay for that. Remember they had that for that period of time? Where if you went to the hospital for COVID and, and you know, you they would they would take care of you. They were they weren't charging people, they were giving people free tests. Um, they were doing all this stuff free and it was being provided by the government, right? They would make special provisions like for people. It was, part, it was part of the CARES Act, remember? Anyone that had COVID, we would take care of you. Any medical costs in, 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 you know, incurred by COVID, we would take care of that, right? So isn't that basically the same thing as what we're talking about? How, how could all these people who have gotten COVID been taken care of that didn't have health insurance if the government didn't foot the bill for them?
1: I'm, I'm seeing all kind of comments in the chat. Oh, that's communistic. Look up the definition of communism. Communism is actually a stateless society. A, a, a society absent of government. Don't believe me, look it up.
3: But didn't the government take so, care of the people that had covid? weren't weren't they weren't they paying for the health care and all that for covid?
1: They, they absolutely did. And here's the thing. If the government can take care of you because of covid, why can't they take care of you because of cancer? Why can't yes. they take care of you because of asthma? Why can't they take care of you uh because of a bad heart? Why why just covid? Right? And I, I saw a comment earlier on as well from, again, um, Alaric Goth. We know irrefutably now from this pandemic, quote unquote, uh, that it is the pharmaceuticals which are a grave threat to our health and bodily autonomy. Who's pushing the pharmaceuticals? You know what? You know where they're not pushing the pharmaceuticals, Alaric Goth? In countries that rely far less on the private sector to deliver healthcare. Why? because therapeutics are cheaper, because preventative care is cheaper, uh, because natural immunity is cheaper. But we live in a system right now where, unfortunately, very expensive vaccines are being pushed on everybody, including now kids between the ages of 5 to 11, something that I'm not really uh, in favor of. But every time one of those vaccines is delivered, cha-ching, cha-ching, the Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, and these other companies—who's paying? We're paying. They could throw out vaccines; we're still paying for it.
3: All you got to do is pick your poison. Who do you who like? If you if you're against the government, then why would you be for the corporations that don't give two shits about you, right? All all of these pharmaceutical companies are in bed with the media, with these media conglomerates. Where you you just showed it all, right? That's the the proof is in the pudding.
1: Proof is in the pudding. Let me get to this super chat real quick. Uh, Virtuoso with the super chat and the joke. This super chat is brought to you by Pfizer. That's a good one. And like I said, I showed half of that video. We could have gone longer. Look, I don't go ahead. How are these big
3: companies doing any better for for the people than the government could? Everyone says how dysfunctional, how horrible the government is. Well, what about these big corporations that are gouging? people that are only taking care of the wealthy that are there to help the wealthy Uh, You see the ceos that give themselves bonuses and all these ridiculous raises and they don't give their employees raises cost of living doesn't go up for
1: us look i'm getting i'm getting all of this uh chatter here again i'm bringing up a goth all the lefties, again, quote-unquote, loudly promoting Medicare for All are the exact same ones cheering this COVID authoritarian regime. That's not true. All right. check, so out Jimmy, check out Jimmy Dore. We had him on the show last Friday. Uh, a lot of lefties are against this pro-corporate, pro-vaccine mandate, uh, pro-profit uh, vaccine regime. I know I am. That This has nothing to do—this vaccine is situation— is not being promoted by lefties it's being promoted by the same people who are denying us uh care. in fact 200,000 people is a quote i've heard of the number of people that would have been saved in this country had we just had healthcare forget the vaccine all right i i don't under some if you could call in i'm going to drop the the number cuz i'd love i'd love for you to call in i love yeah. hear criticize
3: different- the government but but give but give the pharmaceutical companies and the big the big corporations a pass have faith in them. They're taking care of you, right? They're
1: taking care of you. I I, I don't get it. And then I keep seeing the word communism show up. Okay. This doesn't have anything to do with communism. Read Marx. Read Engels. Communism. Let the let the elitist let the elitist
3: people take care of you. Then let the aristocrats take care of you. Then
1: Co- communism is a stateless society, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we were told here in this country, in this part of the world that it's big government, you know, uh, dictatorship. No, if you read Marx, if you read Engels, it's a utopian, stateless society absent of government. Now the intermediate step between capitalism and communism is socialism, which is supposed to be a government run by the working class. That's never existed anywhere in the world. There's never been a truly socialist country because there's never been uh, an advanced capitalist country, run by workers it's always been elites who use names like communism or socialism to justify their authoritarian rule uh there you know the ussr was no more communist than uh the uh democratic republic of korea which is called north korea is democratic these are just buzzwords don't get lost in the buzzwords
3: i used to that's not Not what we're
1: talking about you used to manipulate me Don't get lost in the buzzwords. What we're talking about is a situation where you can go and visit any doctor you want and not have to worry about paying for it. Somebody's got to explain to me how that's wrong. I'm going to bring Brian in right now. Brian wants to join the convo. Big Brian, what's good, bro? It
2: was good. The Maestro was good, JC. What's up?
5: What's
2: up? Yeah, I mean, listen. Listen, I mean... (sighs) you got to look at it. You got to look at it like this, right? Like with what's going on, you know, it's very, it's very crafty how they did, how they did this, right? Because, okay, the pandemic happened. And then now here it is, you know, we have a rushed out vaccine and here it is the ones that are uh, distributing it like Johnson, Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer, have a laundry list right a long record of uh, you know of of a lot of uh mal- new, uh how should i say what's the best term for it um well really just criminal acts man like with their pro- uh, products man damaging people you know uh destroying people's dna and whatnot and here it is they're able to not only administrated, but also be funded and also be promoted the way they are, you know? And the thing is with all these, uh, with all these different, you know, these, you know, like, like you were just showing Pfizer, everything's brought to you by Pfizer. Like this is, I've never seen nothing like this in, in all my years living and even going and even researching and going back. I've, we've never seen nothing pushed on a, upon the, the American public for that matter, of course, you know, there you have other uh, countries that are di- dictators and, uh, you know, they force things, you know, down people's throats with no regard, but this is by far probably the most
1: Brian, me incredible ask,
2: phenomena me that we've ever something. seen. Let me, yeah. let
1: me ask you something, Brian, Britain, all of the boxers we watch that, that live in Britain, uh, can visit any doctor they want at a government hospital, uh, any any doctor's office they want that's part of the NHS network, which over there is called the National Health Service. Right. Uh, do you think that they're being more controlled in 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 Britain than they are here in the United States, which is a pro-corporate, pro-profit-run uh, system? Are, are they somehow being experimented on or... or- Are are they somehow being controlled in the British NHS system? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to understand why that system is worse than the system that we have here, which is a pro-corporate, pro-profit system run by insurance and pharmaceutical companies who who buy off politicians to make sure that we don't have a system like they have in the litany of other countries – that were on the graphic that I showed earlier that rank higher than us.
2: Well, well, that's the thing. I mean, those countries at least have some, uh, they have somewhat of a welfare system. And I'm not talking about the one that, that uh, America has, but like the ones that are, that's actually how she, how should I say that's actually worth something, you know what I'm saying? Like with, with the, with the healthcare, like over here, you know you know they're taking our you know they they're taking money off of our damn paychecks you know for med, for uh medicare and whatnot you know and, and that be that should be stuff that like shouldn't it, it shouldn't be up front you know where we should be paying for that kind of stuff you understand what i'm saying like the way the way things are structured over here is very it's it's capitalistic, but it's not it's not the positive capitalist capitalist uh ide- ideology. It's more of the um, you know, it's more of you know, pretty much, you know, for for people like us, you know, that are on the bottom, you like, know, they When people we, we say, go
1: "I'm gonna cut yeah. you off," sorry. When when people yeah. say, "Oh, I love capitalism. Capitalism's great." What capitalism is is somebody buying your labor taking 90 cents off every dollar and giving you giving you a dime uh capitalism isn't you being an entrepreneur and running your own business for yourself capitalism is you getting up in the morning getting your lunch pail going to work punching the clock working hard for someone else that keeps the profits that you make for that person that's what capitalism is uh, people get it confused with the freedom to go out and like run your own business or whatever the case may be. If you're an independent contractor a plumber uh, working for yourself, you're not a capitalist. You're working in a reasonably free economy, quote, unquote, but that's not capitalism. Capitalism is Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, um, you know, all of these corporations making billions and billions of dollars right now off of us being sick. And look, we're at number 29 again Mexico, number 29 in the world in terms of its healthcare ranking, followed by the United States. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what people want here because people seem you could correct me if I'm wrong here, Joe. But people seem to be agreeing that the private for profit health insurance industry that we have here is bad. But i I don't see them making the leap to therefore we need the NHS style system that they have in England or a uh system like they have in canada or another country where the government pays private hospitals right
3: hey listen we can spend all this money on the military and we can keep deploying troops overseas and you know doing all this crazy stuff but we can't spend money on the health care what's more important
1: right yeah i i look at a large goth i mean again if you can call in that would be great if you could uh Join us would be great. One sec, one quick sec, John. Just make sure I'm sorry. And then right to you. You say that with Medicare for all, we are simply being herded to the slaughterhouse. How is a system where you can go to any doctor, to any hospital, and not have to worry about going bankrupt worse than a system that exists here where private corporations make money off of you being sick and make money off of you being Pumped with a mandated vaccine, like a lot of people are having to do right now. Joe, we've talked about that offline, but go for it.
3: Well, when people retire and they have insurance through Medicare, right? They get they, they have the same type of health care that they had when they were working, right? They have the same doc. They, they they don't change their doctors. When my when my dad retired and he and he used his Medicare, my mother retired and she used her Medicare. They we they got to choose their doctors. When my my mom had Alzheimer's and um we had to put her in in, in a nursing home uh, before she passed we 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 got to choose the nursing home and 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 the and the um the insurance paid for it right the mass health paid for it so where is this you can't choose you can't do this you can't do that how come how come when everyone retires they 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 don't have problems with their health care how come medicare works for the elderly but it can't work for us i don't understand that
1: I I I don't understand it either, but you know what I do understand? I understand that, again, people consume corporate media, Joe. And I'm going to give another example of this, Brian, if you could just bear with us for a moment. Um, th- this is the kind of bullshit that is considered news uh, and that is consumed, again, by millions and millions of people on a nightly basis, okay? People that, you know are manipulated into believing that something isn't what it is. I want you guys to check this out.
3: Thinks that the United States apparently should remain the only major country on Earth,
4: not to guarantee health care to all people. The truth of the matter is, is I think study after study has indicated that Medicare
2: for all is a much more cost
1: effective approach toward health care than our current. Dis- now look at this fool. He's just, He's just dying to get it. He just wants to get in and like, yeah, because
3: his sponsor, because the the, the because the the, the um, pharmaceutical companies that sponsor his network are are already in his ear telling him, "Well, you got to shoot this guy down, man. You gotta, we uh, can't, we can't have that.
1: We can't have Bernie. I gotta, I gotta jump in here. I gotta jump in." It's functional healthcare system, which is far and away the most expensive system per capita. Uh oh, producers in his ear. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So you're
3: going to deal with it just in terms of it may be expensive to fix some of these things, but they are costing us a lot of money now. All right. Let's get into the meat of the matter here. Can I get up and walk over to the whiteboard? Ellie,
1: the director, are you good with
3: that? All right. Good. So, Senator,
1: I, I love how per- per- uh, he pretends that like this wasn't planned, like he wasn't going to go walk over to the board. Did a lot was, of homework experts, some of which you've used as well to try to break down single. Oh, the word socialism is on the board. Better watch out. Can't have healthcare. Pay for healthcare. It's very complex. Very scary. It's not complex. It's not scary at all, dog. It's actually pretty simple. You just remove the middleman from the equation. That's all it is. to people. Uh, but let's try to simplify it. And I got three big main points of push. Bernie's like this fucking clown. People actually listen to this dude? Back for you. (laughs) Um, Here we go. The first one is, I've written the word socialism. I'm not here to beat you over the head calling you a socialist,
3: but the problem with the selling point of this... Have
1: you noticed how we write socialism? You see that? The squiggly lines that make it look like it's Halloween.
3: It smacks of the end of capitalism. And that people will say, what Sanders wants is socialized medicine.
1: So I'm just going to leave it at that. Wow. He's not (laughs) talking about... Healthcare, he's fear-mongering. That's all it it is, plain and simple. That's what gets passed for news. Bernie, before that, I didn't show the whole thing, but he was attempting to literally present a very clear economic uh, answer to why healthcare, which is not even healthcare, it's health insurance, is so expensive in this country. And (laughs) you just knock out the middleman. And that, by Cuomo, was the retort. Brian, what's your response to seeing that?
2: Oh man! I mean, this is the reason why I don't watch CNN no more, man. I haven't watched CNN like consistently since like twenty, I don't know, two thousand nine to twenty ten. I mean, you have, I mean, you have shows like that, and Anderson Cooper and uh, Don Lemon and all them other guys, all them other people that be on there spewing madness like, uh, like with that, with what he just said, like he's, he's basically, you know promoting socialism and then like you said like you're promoting fear mongering like what about uh, why don't we deal with the fact that we that uh it's so goddamn expensive for uh for healthcare in the damn country man in comparison like the graphic I, that you just showed, i didn't know that america was that fucking far away from from number one you know like that was that so you know
3: so, so basically under this system if you're poor then you just die you get sick and you die. That's it. Yeah. So we just eliminate the poor from, from the country because they can't afford the health care that the rich people get. Right? Is that, exactly. is that, hum- is that humane? <laughs> is that ethical? That's what you're it not, is. You're, you're not mute, Maestro.
1: Oh, I was saying that the Congress people, the senators, the, the House of Reps, they have government paid for health care. The president, he's got it. The vice president, she's got it. Right? But. Everybody else has got to deal with this "quote unquote" insurance market. Uh, you see that movie with fucking Obamacare, as if, as if Obamacare's somehow a progressive solution. Essentially, they're mandating that you go out and pay for private, for-profit healthcare. That's that's terrible. But go ahead, Joe. You see that?
3: You see that movie, John Q, when the kid needed a heart, and he almost and he couldn't get the heart because they took his father's insurance away from him because they cut his hours at work. So now companies companies can cut your hours just so they don't have to pay you health insurance. That's why they have part time workers at jobs so they don't have to pay health insurance. So then that person has to go out and like scurry around to get health insurance. So the thing that the thing is this, right? In, in Massachusetts, we have we have we were the first state to have the Obamacare. Actually, the Obamacare is actually a Republican health care plan. Yeah, it's Romney care. He he ran, right?
1: he ran against Mitt Romney. Uh, beat him and then, and then stole his, his, his insurance. Yeah. Plan.
3: So, so you're still giving everyone insurance, but you're making them negotiate with these insurance companies who can still, who can still friggin' gouge you with the prices. Right. Yeah. And then, and then you got to sit there and, and, and deal with deductibles. So you're paying a premium, then you're paying a deductible, and then this is covered. That's not covered. You have to get this higher plan. So they, 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 again, they're they're still
1: ripping you off. Ellen Goth, look, I keep bringing bringing you up because you keep dropping the, 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 these comments. AOC is a fraud. AOC had a chance to withhold her vote for Nancy Pelosi's leadership and refused to do it. Along with the rest of the fraud squad, they're not for what Medicare is, for everybody. Is- they what they 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 use people to get elected. That's it.
3: What does a vax mandate have to do with letting sick people die? It's That's a, it's a false equivalency. Absolutely. What is that what what is that that like no one not we're not for the vax mandate. So what does that have to do with what we're talking about? That's a straw man argument. So that means basically you have no counter argument. So what are you so what you're doing is you're putting up a straw man. You're changing the subject because you ran know. out. You ran out of ideas, so now you want to change the questions.
1: AOC has got nothing to do with this. Oh, AOC,
3: tax mandates. Man. My mand- question is to you: What do you do with the sick people who are dying that don't have health insurance? Do you let them die? Is that what you do, Goff? Yes or no? Do just people just die?
2: are talking want. about that. You're not talking about that idiot AOC, right?
1: No, I'm talking about Mrs. I'm going to go to uh, the ball over here like some millionaire who pretends to be a socialist and represent poor people. She's done nothing for people from here in New York City. I live in the Bronx. She's done nothing. She used people's sentiments to get elected and is now pretty much rubber stamped everything that Nancy Pelosi wants to do. It's as simple as that. Don't bring her her into this discussion. She's got nothing to do with it. She's got absolutely nothing. To do with That's a, a damn story. actor, man. <laughs> as, as do vax mandates. And I was I just want the Met Gala, by the way. I just I'm don't
3: think that you should, they should take, that you should take all the sick people and then just put them in put them in their own little corner somewhere and just say, "Oh, hey, you can't just go off, just go off and die. We can't help you. You don't have enough money. You're poor. We're gonna. We're, you're poor, so you have. You're just gonna die. We're not gonna help you. you. Die the slow death because you can't get the medicine you need to help you. Just die the slow death. That's the answer.
1: Okay." Nope. No, and by the way, Alaris, not that it has to do anything with this, Alaris cost. but no, we are not for a vax mandate. We're not. Them, we're against we're not vax for the vax mandate. mandate. For what? Just making that clear. Okay, what we want is we want boxers in this country, other workers in this country to be able to see doctors and go to hospitals and not have to pay checks or whip out credit cards or go into bankruptcy for it, just like in other developed countries. Any boxer in the UK can go to a doctor as many times as he wants. Any uh, secretary, any custodian at my at a school, anybody can do it. Brian, I'm going to put you behind the scenes just because I want to let uh, virtuoso come in. If you yeah. want to get back on, uh, I can bring you back on. But I want virtuoso. Yeah. The reason why
2: Yeah. No problem. Have- can I say? Can I say just one? Just one quick thing before I leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Well, you know, another thing too, like with all these, you know, with all these mandates, right? uh i remember when they initially brought this out uh during the end of last year you know these va- these particular corporations they're 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 not allowed uh they're allowed to not be held accountable for what happens to to these people and from what what we've been seeing you know so there, certain people have seen certain side effects and certain people may have pa- passed away fully vaccinated with with this uh with these different vaccines from johnson and johnson and pfizer and moderna and whatnot you know so that's one thing to take into account as well with with what you guys are saying but yeah
1: oh brian thank you for sharing your final thoughts here and again if you want to come back in and nobody else is is in i can bring you back in i do want to bring in virtuoso but thanks again fam appreciate it
2: yeah no problem
1: all right virtuoso you are on live this is sucker Punch. Edition one with Joe Habib and Maestro, we're talking healthcare, something that affects every worker, including boxers, the ones that we love to watch week after week. Uh, What are your thoughts on all of this?
5: Well, um, it's interesting that you pulled up a clip of um, Chris Cuomo, you know, gaslighting people into uh, thinking socialism is like, well, people are going to rob you blind, you know, from the top down, you know but we already have that with capitalism, you know, you know, you're right. It's like, I have like employment based in, you know, insurance, but that doesn't happen unless I, I stay under a building for like three months. So there's already, you know, conditions set for that. See everything, you know, that deals with money given to the to, to people who need it is it's, it's always gotta be mean tested. But when it comes to like uh military spending that that just goes through through you know the house and senate seamlessly, you know, and that's the the, the one key factor in all this, man. And I think that is contributing to, to global warming is 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 the U.S. industrial military industrial complex. Um, I felt that you know Bernie had had was very very earnest in his in his fight for for Medicare for all, but then he kind of lose grip around the election. By calling Joe Biden his friend and thinking and saying, you know, basically uh, giving the the go, you know, to, to say that hey, Biden's the guy to beat Trump, and he's he's clearly not. It's just a, the same thing of Trump, only nicer, you know. I always say about the Democrats, it's like you know, they're just they just want to kill you with a smile on their face, while the you know Republicans is like just very straight up want to kill you. Um, the the whole healthcare system stick, it's a fucking racket. I want it gone, you know. I have a a bumper sticker in my fucking door that says Medicare for All. That is clearly what I'm about. You know, if this was Canada, my brother's leg would have been fixed. He's been hurt for like five years and I'm tired of seeing him suffer in pain.
1: Yo, well said, uh, Virtual. So well said. Look, I think everyone should just be able to come uh, around to the conclusion that we should be funding healthcare the way we fund our public schools in principle. Our police forces, our fire departments, you know, our our post offices, our military, as you pointed out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why is it okay to fund all of these things? But the human body is something that has to be exposed to private for profit brutality. Joe, what what are your response to, to what Virtuoso had to say?
3: That's what I've been saying all night. You know, people have to suffer. People that that don't have insurance, they live in pain. Right. I just don't I just don't I'm just, I am I just can't co-sign that. I can't accept that. I just can't accept that people who don't have health insurance, who can't afford health insurance, they that we can't provide health care for them, that they have to just suffer and live in pain. I, I just don't understand it. And then and then and again, there's all these prerequisites. These all these these requirements. OK, well, you can work at this job but for three months. You don't have health care. Why would you have to not give someone health care for three months? You know why? Because, again, the company wants to save money, right? Again, when you incentivize mm-hmm. this, it's all about money. So if, they, so if the employer didn't have to pay for your health insurance, right, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have all these problems. You could just have it. You can go anywhere you mm-hmm. want, whether you're working or mm-hmm. not working, right? You, you, have, you have health insurance. You go somewhere. You leave your job. Your insurance is portable, right? Mm-hmm. It's portable. You just take it with you. So you don't have to worry about waiting three months. You don't have to worry about getting laid off. You have mm-hmm. health insurance. No matter yeah.
1: what happens to you. Health care, because what people yeah. also... Health
3: care, use- I should say, yeah. not yeah. health insurance. Because I want to get rid of the insurance companies. You're
1: exactly.
3: right. I I'm so programmed into saying insurance oh, because yeah. I can't, it's, it's embedded are. in my brain. Health care. I've
1: got a, a close friend whose wife recently passed with cancer, and she had you know, gold star, a triple rated, whatever the fuck it's called, private health insurance. You know, they were dictating what treatment she could have. She had uh, a really uh, late stage cancer. Uh, Dictating what hospitals she could go to. Dictating what kind of care she could get. You know what they had to do? They literally had to sell off all her assets uh, so that she would be uh, poor enough to go on Medicaid so that she could get covered by Medicaid because private insurance wouldn't take care of her in her final months on this earth. This is the brutality of the system that we live under. And I, again, I can't understand how people can accept that. A virtual, so we got somebody else that wants to jump in. You got any last thoughts here?
5: Yeah, um, I also like to bring up that his brother, Andrew Cuomo, is a murderer too. That dude shut down hospitals. That is, that is what people call in the political realm an austerity hawk. A guy what? who wanted to save money. Yep. A guy who wanted to save money, you know, for the real estate companies and to move in. Uh, even the hospitals get privatized. But yeah, I want I want the, the for-profit system gone.
1: And one thing I agree with you is on is the, the, the Democrat-Republican divide. We got to get past that. I mean, the Republicans yeah. tell you to go fuck yourself. The Democrats virtual signal and act like they're your friends and then go fuck you. Uh, the fact mm-hmm. is, we need to remove the corporate domination of our society from our society there shouldn't be any more uh you know brought to you by pfizer uh laws and dictates and mandates do you guys really think that these mandates were an original thought of these politicians that are in government these people were paid to be pushing this shit they're paid to deny us simple access to health services this, this it's a
3: corrupt is it being funded by by these by these pharmaceutical companies these networks that's why they're pushing the vaccine
1: as you said 100% uh virtuoso. Oh, got to go you- guys so thank you so much for, okay. for joining us uh join us again next time this was the first no problem man of sucker punch and it will not be the last i'm going to bring on a man that i have um Oftentimes made fun of, but I'm glad he's joining us tonight. It's Mr. Divine Sense Boxing. Ding the bell for Divine. Divine, what's going on?
4: Oh, I thought it's Divine Nonsense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did say I did say that yesterday in the chat. Oh man, yeah, what's like, up, man? I like kidding it, my, my my man, Divine. Divine, what's good? You got thoughts on this healthcare topic?
4: Uh, yeah. I just wanted to come in with a different perspective. I've been listening for a little bit, and uh, my astro, I appreciate you opening this type of topic, man. Because a lot of people, you know, they stray away from it, or they don't have the the intellect to really break it down. Um, most people kind of fall in line. You know what I mean? I don't hate, like to use the word sheep, but unfortunately, that's how it is sometimes. You know, and um. For me, being a veteran and uh, coming back to the States after serving and uh, going through the VA and all the different things that I had to uh, experience and uh, dealing with PTSD and not really feeling like the government was in support of not only veterans, but just civilians as a whole. Uh, that's what kind of kickstarted my, my travels and living abroad and enjoying my freedom and just doing uh, what I want to do. And basically, you know, I have a very I don't know what to call myself. I'll probably say that more along the lines of a as a volunteerist, I guess you can say. Um, I believe that people should be able to come together without government and make decisions together on how to better the, our, our society, our communities and things like that. The, the political divide at this point is, is just so poisonous and toxic that we can't get anything done um you know and that's this is where we're at now you know what i mean so i know you're more or less talking along the lines of healthcare slash health insurance and things like that but to me it's a problem with government for me personally
1: yeah i agree look i'm in i'm no i'm in i'm not in favor of big government um and by big government i mean government that's (laughs) invasive uh and that is all encompassing and unfortunately in this country happens to be controlled by corporations. I don't think any person who identifies as a leftist, which I do, or as a Marxist, which I do, I'm going to be open and honest about what I am. Marx and Engels spoke about a stateless society. In that regard, Marx and Engels actually have uh, a lot in common, at least in the final stages of how society uh, should work, with anarchists and with libertarians uh, who don't like uh, government, especially government controlled by capital. Uh, The problem is that in the interim period, before we can get to that kind of society, working class people need to come together and take over these states that exist. Because I I actually don't like states. I don't like governments. But what are we going to do in the meantime? In the meantime, we have to figure out a way to mine, you know, to, to support one another and to make sure, to Joe's point, and Joe, you can jump in here next, that everyone is taken care of and nobody dies sick, nobody dies hungry. Nobody is denied life-saving medicine and life-saving treatment. Joe?
3: That, that's, that's exactly it. And, and that's, that's what I told you. And I keep going back to this story when I went into that, to that uh, hospital in, in the pre-op room, seeing all those people there in pain, grimacing, some of the babies crying. And I said to myself, what if these people were told, hey, get out. We can't, we can't help you. All those people would be on the street sick. And we can't afford to have a, a nation of sick people. Because we sit there and complain about how people don't want to work, people don't want to do this, people don't want to do that. How are people going to be productive if, if, if they're not being taken care of in terms of their medical care?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And to, that's, the, the,
3: that's what I—that's the way I look at it.
1: So Larrys goth the reason Bernie hasn't spoken out is because Bernie bent the knee. Uh, Bernie felt that the pathway to become president was through the DNC. Yeah. I, he... Why won't,
3: why won't this why won't this gentleman answer the question? What are we going to do with all the sick people that can't that up that are poor? Do they just die? Is that what you want them to do? Answer that question.
1: Look, and again, if you want to talk about Bernie, uh, we already
3: Bernie- did a video on vax mandates with Jimmy Dore. I mean, if you want to go talk about if you want to go, you know, hear what our opinions are on vax mandates, just go to that, that video we did. We did with Jimmy Dore. We talked about it. All three of us opposed it.
1: Absolutely. And again, to unofficial officials. I need
3: to know if that guy opposes poor people dying because they don't have health care. That's what I want to know.
1: Alaric, Goth, you can answer that. And I'm going to skip back to Bernie for a second. Bernie determined that the pathway to become president was through the DNC. Uh, That was stupid. Uh, It was proven to be stupid when it got stolen from, from, uh, from him from Hillary the first time. For whatever reason, he went back a second time, and then while he was campaigning, was self-sabotaging his campaign by telling everybody that uh, Joe Biden would be a great president and that uh, you know he would beat Trump, and then he bent the knee to him. So he is no—he is not the fighter that people need here. That we need somebody else. We see—we need somebody to be pushing beyond the liberal-conservative divide in this country. And to uh, unofficial officials' point. Look, Marxists and conservatives have a lot in common in that they hate big government controlled by corporations. And if we can figure out areas where we agree on, I think that's where we're going to get a lot farther. And I would at least hope and I'm hoping that Alaric Gothkin can agree with us. He says he does in principle that a starting point is that everyone should have access to medical treatment, medical care, access to a doctor good schools and things like that. And then let's sort out all the other stuff later, right? Let's not get distracted by the wedge issues, right? By, uh, you know, the LGBTQ stuff that's brought up constantly or critical race theory or all of the 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 stuff uh, that, that is pushed by the mainstream media to divide mm-hmm. us. Because at the end of the yes. day, what it all comes down to is we need healthy bodies, yeah. healthy food, a healthy environment, good schools and housing. Let's get that sorted mm-hmm. out first. Uh, well, yeah. here's, the, ahead, here's the
3: thing, right? So if more people had health care, right, then more people would be able to go to the doctor. More people would be able to get medical treatment. More people would be able to get the surgeries and the procedures that they needed. So each doctor wouldn't, they wouldn't have to gouge these patients, right? Because they wouldn't have to worry about these insurance companies. They'd be having a, a, a more steady flow of work. Would they, would they not? If the more people that are covered without health, uh, healthcare, they, the more people could be able to go to the doctor. So then these doctors would be would be we would be working more, right? They'd have a they'd have a, a steady flow of patients coming in and they and these doctors get paid by by visits and, and procedures, correct? So they they would have more more visits by these patients and they would have probably have more more procedures being done. So wouldn't that kind of um offset their you know, they that that would give them less of an less of a need to have to, you know, come up with these crazy um medical costs am i right or am i wrong
1: no you're right divine sense you want to jump in here and uh, you got any last thoughts on this
4: yeah so i think one thing that's important is i always encourage people uh to vote at your local levels actually vote stop thinking that the only vote that matters is for the president of the united states there's one thing that's uh somewhat decent about the United States is that each state has their own governing body and states can make their own laws. And the problem is nobody like takes any time to vote and understand what kind of laws are being passed within their states. And that goes for voting for your senators and your, your house of representatives. It all matters. Right. So that's, I just want to throw that out there. Um, and, and, I think we can all agree like the only way we have like a universal healthcare type policy is more than likely through taxes, right? Everybody would have to agree to put more taxes in, similar to what they do in Scandinavia, um, where they have a universal, you know, high tax rate. Everybody chips in and then they have universal healthcare, dental, and et cetera, et cetera. So it's like the foundation of America. What people have to understand is it doesn't have the same philosophy as what they do in a lot of places in Europe. It's just the way it is, you know, We're we where it's a capitalistic country. We, the country was essentially born on, on guns and whiskey and having my freedom and this and that, whatever. That doesn't mean that Americans don't have empathy and they don't want to help each other out. But again, when the government's in the way, things just don't get done and corporatism as well.
1: You're right. And, in terms of finding money to pay for things, I mean, more than half of my federal income tax goes towards funding illegal invasions and, and attacks Absolutely. on other countries overseas. And those Absolutely. don't go to the vets like you and Joe. They go to the military contractors. They go to Boeing, Lockheed Martin, uh, these these uh, companies that provide cafeteria food service and you name it. They don't mm-hmm. go to the vets like my cousins who, who have served or like, you two guys here on the panel with me the money is there uh the problem is that what's happening and I, you guys can disagree with me but to me these overseas uh endeavors are nothing more than a money laundering operation where they Absolutely, take their dollars and and they siphon it off under the pretext of saving other countries overseas to these military uh corporations uh it's it's nothing other than than money laundering it's the same thing with our healthcare system unfortunately they're taking money from us and they're pumping it to corporations.
4: Well, here, yeah, it's ta- it's taxation without representation.
3: Here's the thing people people complain, oh, well, my taxes will go up, but you're already paying your employer. You know, he's th- your employer is already taking money out for your premiums for your health insurance. So you, instead of instead of paying having you know paying your employer that, you pay a portion of that to the government instead. What's the difference?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Look, we got to figure out a way to knock the, the private, uh, for-profit health in, health in insurance and pharmaceutical companies out of our system. They're killing people, uh and and they're making record profits in the process. Joe,
3: some families that you know, some guys that they're at work that have like family plans and stuff. They're paying upwards of one hundred fifty dollars a week for insurance. You know, yeah. the average the average person pays like $50, 60 dollars a week. For for health insurance,
1: so again, you know, like, and that's even under the quote unquote Obamacare that was supposed to everything. The one the one feather in this guy's cap was uh, providing health insurance. Well, number one, it's not health care; it's health insurance. Number two, it left thirty to forty million, depending on the calculation, people uninsured. And number three, it's mandating that you give your money to a private for-profit corporation. Uh,
3: and whenever you're dealing with the insurance company, the insurance company's job is to basically give you the least amount of money when you whenever you make a claim for you know for an auto 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 claim for your insurance, they they try to give you the least amount of money possible. Right? Same thing, but healthcare. When you're dealing with these insurance companies, they they go out of their way. Oh well, well, well we're not going to cover this for you. You're going to have to pay that fee. Uh, One time I went to the doctor's for an annual checkup that's supposed to be free. And we had a discussion about my colonoscopy because I was, I turned 50 a couple of years ago and I had to get my, you know, we had, he was talking to me about getting my colonoscopy. So they charged me a consultation fee on top of that because the insurance says, oh, that's, that's, that wasn't part of your uh, annual physical. So there's always these ways that they try to sneak costs in there. That's what insurance companies do, they gouge people. Mm-hmm. They gouge people. They don't want to and they want to go out of their way to make you pay more.
1: 100%. Divine sense. You're yeah, making left. Lot, You're making a lot of sense tonight, bro. I'm going to have to stop <laughs> adding different different tags to your name. Uh respect for you for coming on. Respect for you dropping knowledge. Respect for you dropping yeah. divine sense actually because it truly is that tonight. Any last thoughts? I
4: appreciate that. So, yeah just just last thing let's let's please not forget the the importance of health people um you know it's we can talk about vaccines and insurance and all this different stuff which I'm in support I'm I'm open to a conversation even though I'm anti-government for the most part but we can't forget to live healthy lives go to the gym eat healthy one thing that we learned about this pandemic is that a lot of people were living unhealthy lives and they suffered greatly because of it?
1: No, you're a to, virus. Fine. You're absolutely right. This was a virus that attacked the obese. Those with type two yes. diabetes. Those who yes. had heart issues. Or those who had hypertension, high blood pressure. The average number of comorbidities, things that would independently kill you on their own, um, of people who who died of COVID is four. Four people. Mm. Sorry, four. Uh, four comorbidities that's the average of the person who died of covid during this pandemic it was a pandemic of mostly the unhealthy and and you're absolutely right about that uh divine sense come join us again man for for sucker punch because we're definitely going to be doing this again
4: yep always always open to have uh conversations outside of boxing because you know boxing gets a little bit uh Heated sometimes, so it's good to to wind it down and uh, talk about real life issues that that really actually do matter more than boxing sometimes, if not most of the time.
1: One hundred percent divine sense. Thank you so much. You have a great uh, evening, or you're out in Asia, right? So, uh, good good yes, day sir. out there, sir.
4: By the way, I just hey, I'm hunting down Dante's Boxing Nation. Don't you worry about that.
1: Okay. All right. that's good. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. Take care. See ya. All right. Yes, Bye. Yeah. So look. Guys, uh, we can end it uh, here soon here, Joe, because I- I've knocked out pretty much most of what I want to say. We've yeah. got to get past this whole idea that taking care of your neighbors, taking care of other people in society, giving them access to health care is somehow a Democrat or Republican or liberal uh, or conservative idea. Uh, look, Liberal literally is about free markets and corporations. So don't label Joe or me uh, a liberal, or we're trying to mandate the vaccine and all of this other stuff. We're not. We just want to make sure. I'm and we're
3: registered we'll independent, up- bro. Yeah, I'm a registered independent.
1: Yeah, and and I'm I'm totally off the political radar in this country. It's not even funny. So th- this is literally about us speaking up for people, uh, whether they're boxers that need regular health checkups and don't have them in this country or care after brutal fights or whether they're people that you know are working the cash register at your local supermarket or delivering your your food when you order uh you know food for delivery we want to just make sure that everybody in our society is taken care of when it comes to being healthy that that's what this is about joe
3: well you know we hear all these things like oh you can't choose your doctor you can't you can't Choose the you know the hospital you want to go to. You're you're being controlled. But what if your employer and this has happened to me? Your employer decides we're going to go with a different insurance company, and maybe that insurance company has a different network of doctors, and maybe your doctor is not in that network. Can you choose your doctor? Not really, because the doctor that you've had for twenty years is not in that network. So guess what? You got to find a brand new doctor.
1: Hey, my it's uh, happened before. Uh, Joe, my 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 friends. My friend's wife was dying of cancer and couldn't choose her doctor, couldn't choose where she wanted service, couldn't choose the kind of care that she wanted. Because they
3: have networks. These insurance companies have networks. They have
1: limitations. She had had the five star, uh, you know, gold standard private health insurance. And that's what that's what happened. Uh, We had somebody that wanted to to join in. Um, So I'll let I'll let one more person on uh, the juice if you want to come and join in um you can you can do that uh there was another comment that i wanted to 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 supply, to, to reply to but um yeah i mean look you got to forget oh it's it's our it's our friend Al, Al- Al- Alaric goth again what left wing politicians we don't have politicians in this country Alaric goth that would be classified as left in most the,
3: the democratic party does not want medicare for all no neither party wants it you know, the Democrats don't want it because they want the money from the pharmaceutical companies. And if there's Medicare for all, they're not going to get their donors. Nobody, what? no, no politician wants Medicare for all. No one does. None. So,
1: what, so you're what? wrong. Name the left wing politician. The minute, the minute. There's only
3: one person that campaigned for Medicare for all that I know of, and that was Bernie Sanders.
1: That was Bernie Sanders. And what the thing is with politicians like him, Joe, and I'm going to offend some people that are Bernie bros. I used to be in favor of Bernie myself. There's left-wing rhetoric, and then there's left-wing practice. He spoke a good game, but the minute you bend the knee to a pro-corporate water boy like Joe Biden, you're not a left-wing politician. I'm sorry. You're not anyone can say anything it's not about what you say it's about what you do
3: well, you, can when- you can make yourself a progressive and then and then and then cowtail to a, a corporatist
1: you can't and then do that what aoc did that's what ilhan omer does that's what rashida talib does that's what they all do in front of nancy pelosi and in front of joe biden it that's what they do we got a guy coming on the juice is that oj simpson Who's joining us?
2: Tonight?
0: No, 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 it's not. It's not. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm from, um, I'm from the UK. Uh, It's interesting, uh, I'd say, listening to this, isn't it? Because I've got a lot of family in the States. And some of them are, have done very well for themselves. So they have private health care. And, but they, they don't agree with, like, an NHS kind of system. But I don't understand, in a country with the wealth, the United States has that you haven't thought of that before because it just sounds like mad. I'm just the only thing that I've always thought, like from the UK point of view, it's like, what if you lose your job? What well, you're just going to die of cancer then. So yes, if you lose yes, your
3: that's yes, just madness. Yes. Yes.
0: yes. Exactly. It. <laughs> yes. That, that's just that, like That's just I, that concept of having to have a job to have healthcare is just madness. Like I don't understand. Like, what if you're in a, bit a situation where you can't work? I don't know, like you've got an injury at work or you injured your leg or you lost an arm and you can't work. What, you're just
1: out no, on your let me, let me put it to you like this, Juice. It's not even all jobs. It's good jobs. Joe Joe's a civil servant. He's in a union. He's got a job that gives him health insurance. I, I have a union. I have a good paying job. I have a job that gives me health insurance. Not everybody that has a job qualifies. Now, the, the, the problem here in the United States is that you've got the very poor that are covered by something called Medicaid, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have people that work jobs that are covered by really shitty private insurance. But then you have 30 to 40 million that make too much money to qualify for Medicaid, um, but then can't afford the cost of expensive drugs and expensive healthcare. And it's a really dire situation. And you also have people who have the, like I said, my friend's, uh, who, whose wife died she, great great quote-unquote healthcare. what, what a but tragedy it runs that out, is there, there's there's co-pays there's deductibles there's red tape there's denials uh and you end up in a position where yeah you're asked out and you're, you're getting jerked around by companies who literally exist to make money i don't know if that makes sense juice i mean it obviously doesn't but the way i've uh, well, the system doesn't I, make sense, but my explanation of it
3: can i ask juice a question so, so you you guys have the government insurance over there in the UK, correct?
0: Well, it's not like a, in, uh, an insurance system. Man, the, government, like... the
3: government the health care, excuse me. I keep yeah, saying insurance. Yeah. My brain is conditioned yeah. to say insurance because that's what I've had my whole life.
5: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
3: So you guys have the government health care.
5: Yeah.
3: Do you have a problem with with your health care over there? Um,
0: I think, yeah, a lot of people complain about it, but that's because they don't. You know when <sighs> – they complain about it, but the complaints are like that of... You know when people in the West they might complain like, oh, the, I don't know, like the, the train is five minutes late. You know those kind of complaints. It's not enough because they don't realise what they have until it's gone. So, for example, there's a lot... We, we've got like a, a, a conservative government and they see, like, they're kind of slowly trying to privatise the system. So there's like US healthcare companies coming in and then they might do... Instead of them paying it goes straight to like a government contract. They might give it to this U S company and then they'll provide the health care, but you still have to pay it out of your pocket. But the point I make the, the complaints are like, Oh, the waiting list are too long or this and that and the other. But I think it's just, it's just, uh, uh, what do you, what do you call it? It's complacency. Cause they don't realize what they have. Like people, people pay for prescriptions. That's it. Everything like you could have stage four cancer and you don't pay anything. Apart from like, you'll pay maybe like uh, the complaints people have here is like, oh, I had cancer and I had to pay the car park, the parking in the car park, the chemo, everything else. I know you're laughing, but they don't realize here. This is what I'm saying. They don't realize. Ask you this.
3: So let me ask you this: Say <laughs> yeah, you blow, say you blow out your ACL and you need to get an ACL reconstructive surgery. Yeah. What's the what's the waiting list for something like that?
0: Um. It it depends what area you're in as well. So if you're in if you're in London, you'll go something. There's something called A and E, Accident and Emergency, where you can just walk in in it. So you'll probably call an ambulance. They'll take you to A and E. They'll probably be like, yeah, your ACL's gone. And it depends what area you're in, but normally, if it's like a bad injury and you can't walk when it's affecting your mobility, I say within a month, month to six, maybe a bit longer now because of COVID. There's a massive. Okay, so when I when
3: I got my when I got my knee scoped. And I had mm-hmm. to make an appointment to get my knee scoped. The guy it took me about six. It was about a month to six weeks, I think, mm-hmm. to get my surgery because the doctor, the doctors, regardless of who's paying for it, the doctors are going to have a waiting list, regardless. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter. Again, this is the payer system. Yes. That's what we're not talking about the practice. The and also, medical practice. and also, it's, if
0: you if you want private health care, you can pay for it yourself as well. You don't have to be in there. So there's rich people who have their own hospitals because they can afford it. In it, so you don't have to be in the system if that makes sense. If you don't want to be,
1: well, yeah. right. which like, system
0: uh,
3: do you? Which system do you think is better, the American system or the or, or or the UK system? In your honest opinion, be honest.
0: This system is better. If I was super rich, I can understand the American system because if you have a lot of money. Like because of just the the technology and advances and stuff, if you're super rich, you might go to the United States, but that's not practical. You're talking about one percent of the population. So for Does the average
3: person, for the average person, the no, this is better. The, the government healthcare is better for the average person.
0: hundred percent, like, like, for example, right?
3: and you and and the key word, unless you're rich.
0: Yeah, for example, like my dad, you know uh, he had like he had to have his wisdom tooth out. He went to the
3: hospital. Within two, three
1: days, out yeah,
3: go. On. This gentleman's not the only person that told me this, you know.
1: Joe, a lot of people don't know this, but I went to grad school in, in uh in the UK. I worked for Transport for London for like three years. I got family out there, I got close friends out there. Oh, those interviews are ridiculous. Well done. Oh Boy. yeah. Thank thank you. Man. And and <laughs> so, so and, hard. You know, I had I had to <laughs> you know, bro, the amount of testing I had to do to the, the the test that I had to pass to get that job was insane. And yeah, that job the benefits are ridiculous. Yeah, god. I was just about to say they gave us private health insurance on yeah. top of got free travel in London. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, Al, lives out in in uh, in Dagenham. Uh mm. he he's still a train operator there. I actually worked in the tunnels. But my point is this. I had to have a major surgery a few years back. You know what mm. I did, Joe? I fucking went out to England. I didn't want to pay deductibles and uh and all of this crap. And, and I wait, I had to wait a couple months for it, but it was cheaper for me to go out there, uh yeah. small little room, go to the hospital, have the surgery, go back to the room to recover, fly back here. I saved like 30,000 bucks. Yeah, I've got family from the Caribbean who did that. They yeah, just come to England.
0: They come to England. Oh, well, you already you know, get oh, surgery oh, here. It's so much cheaper.
1: You got you got you, don't pay for it. you got me pegged because my family's my family's uh uh from from the Caribbean um anyhow. So
0: yeah, I've got aunt who had to, who has can, who has cancer and she came here for cancer treatment. She's been here for about two years doing cancer treatment for free, whereas in back in uh, Grenada she would have to pay for it because they've got kind of like the U.S. system kind of out there in it. She had to pay for it. She just come here and she's. Had cancer treatment for free.
3: And then, then, then people <laughs> people act like over here. Oh, you can just walk in the doctors and automatically, boom, 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 you get immediate care. There's always going to be a waiting list because doctors are always going to be busy.
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Look, you've hit the nail right on the head, Joe. It's about who pays. Is it?
3: And, I, and it took drug? me a
1: while to get that. It's it's it, it, it's it's the
3: payer system. It's not
1: care. It's not the care. Yeah, it's either it's either you paying an insurance company that keeps a huge chunk of that and then denies you a whole bunch of services and then gives a a sprinkling of what you've paid to the doctor or to the hospital or it's us all contributing through nominal taxes to a system that benefits everybody and and a system that can negotiate down high drug costs which they do in the nhs uh and in other places how the fuck is it cheaper to buy medicine in canada than it is to buy it in the United States. It's simple. The government negotiates there with uh, pharmaceutical companies and they say Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, this is what you can charge for this product. Yeah, here, the maximum you can pay for one item is nine pounds.
0: You hear that? So it okay. can could, it could, it could add up to lots. It can add up to like over a hundred, but for one item. So let's say like you had to get uh, 50 pills, it could be maximum of nine pounds. But then let's say you got like two sets of 50, it'd be 18. But that's still way cheaper because obviously, as you said, the government can negotiate the price down. So they're not just getting screwed
1: up. If that makes sense. The yeah, government can that, negotiate a, the price it's down.
3: A, it's a much better system.
1: Right? And and what doesn't make sense is the fuckery that takes place over here. Let me I ask mean, you
3: this, Maestro. How no. many countries have our healthcare system?
1: Uh. You know, it, it's, it's countries that are essentially uh, what we would classify as developing countries or third world countries. If you look up something called the OECD, which is essentially the organization of like advanced capitalist countries, uh, this country sits alone in terms of the system that it has. Every other major advanced capitalist country in the world has some kind of system that guarantees a basic coverage to everybody. Uh, this is the only uh, advanced capitalist country that doesn't. Literally, it's the only one, and that that is why. And I'm going to bring up I'm going to bring up the the uh, graphic again for everyone who, who's tuning in late, and we can all see. Look, we're all boxing fans. We all like rankings, right? We're all about rankings over here. Uh, the United States system ranks extremely low in terms of its healthcare, and that that's. Not just some arbitrary ranking, by the way, guys, that's a ranking that has to do with infant mortality and um, average age of death and access to doctors and number of doctors and, you know, number of people with like uh, diseases that that are totally preventable. Like th- these are rankings based on actual statistical evidence. They're not just randomly, randomly made. And it also has to do with also obviously the cost of, of healthcare care as well. Joe?
3: I agree. I agree, hundred percent. It took me a while to have my eyes opened up to this, but I, I put it all together, man. I did. I did more extensive research on it, and I was asking these questions, and I was, you know, bringing up these these talking points that the corporate media were, were telling to me about. Oh, you can't choose this. The waiting lists. Oh, you're going to get substandard care. Blah 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 blah. But I talked to people like the juice and they and they basically, you know, counteracted and contradicted all those statements.
1: Right. Look at the top 10. Look at the top five. Look at the top 20.
3: Who's number one?
1: Look at the top 30. Taiwan. Taiwan. Number one. South Korea Korea was number one in this ranking. Taiwan. uh, And again, look. And let me ask you this.
3: Didn't South Korea have like some of the lowest covid cases?
1: Yes, here, here's what they're looking at. healthcare index, infrastructure, professionals, the cost, medicine availability, government readiness. Um, I mean, there's different rankings out there that look at different things. The United States never ranks highly. You know, you could look at the IBF, the, the DIBO, the WBA, WBC rankings. The United States ain't nowhere near the top in any of them. Not in a single one. You know, and and there's a reason for that. 30 to 40 pe- million people don't have any kind of health care or health insurance. And then you got a lot of people that are classified here in this country as underinsured, meaning they have private for profit health care. But uh, it doesn't you know, provide the service that they need. Uh, you referenced, I believe it was your brother, Joe, or a friend of yours. Um, it, it's it's a joke. And guys, we got to forget about the liberal and conservative uh, bullshit and just get to the nitty gritty. You either care about people Having access to healthcare, treatment, doctors, or you're an asshole who doesn't. If you're an asshole who doesn't, just say it, and let's move on, Joe.
3: Yeah, that's it. Just say that I don't care. And here's the thing. Oh, well, we don't, we don't, we don't want all these people to have health insurance because then, it, then it's going to make us have to wait longer. Okay, so. You guys have been you, low Ecuador. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. So, so 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 so
3: you'd rather you you'd rather get your health care at the expense of ten ten people not getting theirs. I mean it's just it's just it's just unethical, it's inhumane, and it's just it's just cold and callous in my Here, opinion. Here's
1: here's the equivalent of, of this, and we can end on this so we could tell people to head over to D style boxing for HCP, which is about to start in a minute from now. Imagine a situation where you need police assistance. You're being robbed. Some guys uh, in 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 your home or, you know, whatever the case may be. Think of the worst case scenario. And they don't go to you because someone else has paid them more money. Is that a a system that you would accept or or you show show up to your state school, your public school, and you got to go to the back of the line because somebody is given more money than you and, and their kids get to go to school and yours don't. Why is that accepted in healthcare?
3: It's the same thing with what the what people want to compare like to say the post office is, is is so horrible. but every time I get a package by Federal Express, it's always late, but when I get something USPS, it's always on time. Yeah. so you tell me what's worse. private sector is not is not better at everything. They're just not.
1: absolutely not. The juice. I hope you're a subscriber to my throw out boxing. I hope you're a subscriber to Ringside Reporter. If you're, you know,
0: I'm, a, I'm a subscriber to, to all of you guys. Man, I'm a subscriber to all you guys, man. Oh, I, thank I, you. I, I'll going- jump on one day to talk some boxing. You know, Anthony Joshua has broken my heart. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Jesus Christ,
1: please. One hundred percent, and we'll we'll get back to boxing as always. You know, R- Ringside Reporter goes live every Sunday 6 p.m. Eastern. Okay, I go live with my. Partner Kenny T Monday nights uh, at eight PM, and I'm gonna try to do this with Joe. Um, you know, sucker punch because we gotta, we we gotta get rid of these narratives that are li- literally suckering people into believing in PS And we're, yeah, I we're- support all of you
0: guys, man. I, I started listening to Joe from when he was on the boxing website, I started listening to him. I didn't know about you, but I got uh, through to you through Monday Night Smoke. Oh, awesome! Um, all the arguments on Monday night I I subscribe to both, yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome. There you go. The all juice. right, juice. Thank you so much, fam. Good
0: night, you're, always,
1: night. you're always welcome here. You have a good night, brother. You take care. So that was the juice uh, joining us live, Joe. Um, great show, man. Great first good, show.
3: Good, good comment. Good commentary here tonight.
1: Absolutely. I want to thank everybody for uh, joining us live here tonight. I want to ask everybody. The go head out to D-Style Boxing, okay? Uh, D-Style's doing it big, as always. He always does it big every Tuesday night for HCP. There are very few people uh, doing it better than us here on the HCP Network of Families. You got me. I go live, all right, uh, every Monday night with my brother, Kenny T, 8 p.m. Eastern, It's followed by G-Funky, who goes live right after me at 9 on G-Funky Boxing for HCP Uncensored. Tuesday nights, hoping to be back here, okay, with my brother Joe Habib. We've got D-Style Boxing, though, every Tuesday uh, for HCP. He's going live right now in a couple minutes if he's not live already. Wednesday night, uh, I believe she's still doing it. Women crushing it Wednesdays. Thursdays, I'm always back with Joe Habib for the roundtable, the HCP roundtable. And Joe Habib, he's got one of the best shows out there, one of the longest-running, top shows. You know if Maestro's rating it, it's got to be great. Ringside Reporter, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for tonight. I want to thank everybody that tuned in. Uh, That is it for us. Wishing everyone a great rest of the week. Goodbye, everybody.
3: Take care, everybody.